As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Better Little Never. <laughs> Yes. I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. The horniest went up to like 11. Good afternoon. I'd like to say a big fuck you to Nick. Tyler Lorenza must go to Cinco de Mayo. Hi, Ty. Why won't you kiss me? Better late than never with back milk. Better late than never with back milk. It's a better late than never. It's better late than never. Better late than never. Long live Arby's. Long live Arby's indeed. Welcome to Better Late Than Ever, brought to you by the audio department. Go check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. You want to record a podcast, do it there. You want to record an album, do it there. Spoken word poetry, do it there. Theaudiodepartment.ca, that's where you get all the information you need. Book some studio time, get it done. Why wait when you could do it right now? Let's just dive into this. Uh, I'm late tonight recording the podcast. I was just watching the Jays lose and fuck. Being an Oilers fan my entire life kind of prepared me for what just happened with the Jays. But I got to say that in, in terms of like playoff performances, that had to be one of the worst two game series that you could have ever imagined as a Jays fan. Today, we were watching it at Asian HQ. The game started at 2.30, blah, blah, blah. It just... One run scored in 18 innings of baseball. Pretty tough to win a game that way. And I'm just kind of salty. So I started recording late. I'm hungry. I haven't ordered food yet. Going to do that at some point. But at the at the moment, I'm just annoyed. I'm irritated. I'm irritated. So let's just get into it. Let's get started. Let's try and have a little bit of fun, even though my Blue Jays heart has been broken. This is the second year. I've kind of like... I've talked about it probably in real life a little bit where I was trying to get back into the Jays. I was trying to get back into baseball. I used to watch it a lot with my old man when I was in high school, but then I just kind of like didn't for almost 20 years. So I started getting back into it last year, but just, man, what a fucking bummer sometimes to follow that team. So much talent, but you can't hit with a runner in scoring scoring position. It's just insane how annoying that was. Uh, On a more positive note, on a lighter note, spooky season welcome to october the funny thing about spooky season october is how many people buy into halloween and how early they buy into halloween there's a guy that lives in my complex that basically september 1st september 2nd september 3rd i don't remember exactly what date i wish i would have wrote it down but he just had up all his halloween direct decorations they were up they were live he's got a big ghost he's got a big pumpkin he's got lights 
They're orange and black. Into it. I'm into Halloween. I don't have any decorations, but I do love the candy. So, in the vein of spooky season, try to get into the spirit of the whole situation. Me, Mrs. and I, we were doing a thing where she wanted to watch a, a bunch of scary movies, a bunch of horror movies, or a bunch of just like quote unquote freaky movies. So, at this point, as I'm recording today, October 4th, which is my dog's birthday, by the way, shout out to my dude Frank. It is his sixth birthday. <laughs> I gotta say, I spoiled this dog. Frank turned six years old today, and I probably put down a car payment on all his gifts and food and snacks. <laughs> what do you do, man? He's my guy. Turned six. I was at the vet. I talked about it last week, just getting, uh, he had an eye infection and an ear infection. So just getting some meds to sort those out. I was looking at his, his age charts, as you know, like generally the rule is one human year is seven dog years, but depending on the size of the dog, they actually age differently. Looking at Frank's age chart for a dog of his size. And it says he's 42 years old today. He and I are almost the same age. No wonder we're so grumpy all the time. I get it. I get it. He just took him the last time to catch up. What did I buy him? Snacks. What did I buy him? Toys. Has he destroyed some of the toys? Fucking right he has. Anyway, special meals, all that for my dude. Getting back to what we're doing, spooky season movie review. I'm going to do this each week just to see where we're at by the time uh, the end of October rolls around. The first movie we watched in this kind of little nonsense idea that we've got was A Nightmare on Elm Street from 2010. Awful. Terrible movie. Really? I actually like that movie. Quaz, there's no way you watch that. You're going to get scared. I did get scared. It's just a bad movie. I don't know why they have Freddy as like CGI Freddy now, but he doesn't look anything like the old school one. And I get it, I guess, to a point. Like that actor doesn't do Freddy anymore. If he's even alive, I have no idea. But they made him like a full CGI face guy and it looks terrible. So that was from 2010. Like figure it out. Put a mask on. What's wrong with masks? Why does everything have to be CGI? So... The movie started off, a guy gets decapitated, essentially, in the first scene of the movie. I was like, oh, shit, this thing's intense. And it just really falls apart from there. It was not scary at all. Pretty dumb, in fact. Pretty horrible. Not really a fan of that one. So that was the 2010 A Nightmare on Elm Street. Next up, we watched the original Scream from 1996. I don't know when the last time you watched Scream was. But let me tell you that that movie is terrible. Awful. David Arquette, all I could see if you've if you're kind of roughly the same vintage as me and you've seen Scream and you've seen Scary Movie, I can't watch Scream without thinking about Scary Movie. David Arquette's character, an awful policeman by the way, terrible at his job allegedly in my opinion. All I could hear all I could see was Officer Doofy reporting for duty. The way it ends, silly. The way it begins, silly. The whole premises, terrible. I mean, at the time in 96, you know, it's a thing. We've advanced. Last night, we watched the original Final Destination from 2000. Of course, Devin Sawa saw a plane crash coming. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. Ultimately, that is a early 2000s movie that did not hold up. Right now, currently, as I'm recording this, me missus is watching the second one. And she goes, do you want me to wait? And I go, no, no, that's fine. I got my fill of Final Destination last night, and I think that's just A-OK with me, you know? 
looking forward to continuing this spooky season review. And I think that I'm going to take the next one. I'm going to pick something a little bit better, a little bit better reviewed. I'm going to reach out to some of you on Twitter. Hey, what's the best scary movies on Netflix as an example is what I'll say. Hit me up with a recommendation, by the way. I want to be freaked out a little bit. If I'm not sweaty while I sleep, I don't feel like that I've done a good job. You're always sweaty when you sleep, you gross fuck. All right. Relax, Aiden. Good Lord. Sticking with TV. Love is blind. I know Kyle the Embalmer. I already see it in the voicemail. He's going to want to do a recap, so I'll wait for that. This show is just so funny to me. The premise, of course, wall between two people. They fall in love. They connect sight unseen. And then when they get out into the real world, they go, ah. <laughs> it's one of those ideas where I always feel like it's better on paper, you know? You have a couple where they see each other and go, yeah, not really that into you. It turns out the looks are more important than I kind of thought they were. <laughs> and then other one's like, well, I'm bougie outside in the real world. I need fancy things and nice things and you need to provide it. And the guy's like, I make no money. So we probably should have covered that before getting engaged. <laughs> Can't wait for the second half. Can't wait to see who says no. I'm imagining not many of these relationships are going to last. We will touch back on that when Kyle the Embalmer checks in in the voicemail. I want to talk about a couple of nation events. Last Friday, we went to Century Mile out near the airport. Fucking blast. When was the last time you went out and watched some ponies? Have you ever done it? No, tell me about it. I went out to the ponies. I was betting on the dumbest names, as I said I would. Ended up winning some money. What is not to like about that? What is not to like? It's ridiculous now. Have a great time at Century Mile. They put on a great show. I had fun. I had a lot of fun. You want to join us on an event? Next Wednesday, a week from today, the season launch party is happening at Greta downtown. Tickets are available at nationgear.ca. We're going to raise some money for Kidsport. We also have 15 pairs of tickets to give away to a certain thing that's outside at a football place. Might be a hockey. It might not. I don't know what it is. It's the thing we can't mention the name of it, but it's at a place the football team plays. <laughs> Can you figure it out? Anyway, we got 15 pairs to give away. We have limited tickets to sell at Greta for this party. Basically, what I'm telling you is your odds are pretty good of winning a prize. We've got those and we've got other stuff to give away as well. More importantly, we're raising money for kids support. Go get that. Get tickets to that at nationgear.ca. One week till showtime, everybody. A week from now, I will be sitting at Greta in my chair, probably with a cocktail in hand, ready to watch the hockey game. And I implore you, I beg of you to join us. It also reminds me that we're just over a month away for leaving from Seattle for the nation vacation. The one, the nation vacation to Arizona that's happening in February. That's the family day weekend, I think. That one's going to be launching very, very soon as well. Keep your eyes peeled to our social, to the website. Listen to all the podcasts. We're going to have the details for you. That one is going to sell very, very quickly, just like the Seattle one did. Don't say I didn't warn you. Don't say I didn't warn you. Don't say it. The other thing I want to mention just before we get started, uh, Oilers Nation Radio is back to two episodes a week. That one is on Tuesdays and Fridays. Looking forward to talking to the boys a couple times about the week, just about the Oilers. We're going to do a prediction episode next week on that. We've got new shows coming too. We've got a pregame show coming. I'm not going to tease anything beyond that, but we're going to have a pregame show coming leading you into the Oilers game. It's exactly everything you need from a pregame show. Those are going to be available as a podcast. They're also going to be available streaming live on our YouTube channel. Go subscribe to that. Let's make sure we get Tyler in a boudoir shoot. 
We're also going to have Oilers Nation After Dark coming back this year. New cast of characters going to be on the post-game show. That is coming back. We're also going to have some new features on OilersNation.com in terms of the articles we put out surrounding games, including a change to the wrap-up. Brendan Delaney is going to be taking some of that off my hands, and I'm going to come at you with a new editorial piece after every game day as well. So you're not getting rid of me that fast. No, no, friends. You're just not getting rid of me that fast. Lastly, there's a couple of BLTN in-house housekeeping items to take care of. I got an email today that hoodies are available for pickup, so I'm going to go pick those up tomorrow. And I'm going to get them in the mail and sent off to you as soon as possible. I am going to do another round of hoodie giveaways, probably post-Christmas. We'll see how it goes. Probably post-Christmas. I've got a new BLTN logo coming, so we'll do it for the version 2.0. Kennedy was showing me some of the final mock-ups on the new logo for BLTN. Today, I approved... She did a great job, as she always does. Super excited for you guys to see it. Super excited to do another hoodie giveaway. And more importantly, to send out these first rounds because... Where are you going, buddy? He never talks on the Frank mic. Not once. I've been doing this podcast for a year and a half, and I have yet to get him on the Frank mic. Watch out for the hoodies. I'm looking forward to having those in your hands, having you guys wear them. Appreciate the support. I appreciate helping me with the reviews and pumping up the algorithm. It's showing in the results downloads are up streams are up all the things that we care about are up and that's thanks to you and i'm going to do some more giveaways to make sure that you're feeling like a part of everything we got going on here as well but until then let's get to the news the news brought to you by alberta blue cross There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making some new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit Alberta Blue Cross. To get more details, that is ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel. ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel. Get something going with our friends at Blue Cross. Alberta Blue Cross, your most memorable moment. I'm going to start off the news by talking about Jack Campbell. Tonight, in a couple of minutes, he'll be squaring off against the Calgary Flames in the second-to-last preseason game of the season. I'm going to keep be keeping an eye on the score as we do the podcast. It's going to be kicking off here in a couple of minutes, but let's make some new memories with Jack Campbell, shall we? Through two starts, With the Oilers in the preseason, Jack Campbell has been very, very good against Calgary Flames. It was basically the Oilers' B squad going up against what looks more or less like the Flames' opening night roster. Jack Campbell is the reason that the Oilers won that game, stood on his head. Friday night against the Seattle Kraken, he was back between the pipes against what? The Oilers West? Think about this. Oilers West. Who's on the team? Why are you calling them Oilers West? Actually, I know why it pisses you off, too. (laughs) The point here is Jack Campbell was electric again in that game, made some big saves. You saw the highlights of the saves he was making. Jack Campbell is dialed in right now. And if we're going to make some new memories for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross, why not do it with him? Why not start in the crease from the net out? Last year, we know that if we're looking back on past memories, did not go so well for Jack in his first season with the Oilers. The soup was cold. It was more like a gazpacho than it was a soup. But this year... I'm hoping for something new. I'm hoping for something different. I'm hoping Jack Campbell's redemption tour gives Woody something to think about when he's putting together his line combos and just who's going to be a starter. I believe in Stu, but I really want to believe in Jack Campbell too. And I'm really hoping that this is the year that he's able to come back. I just get us back to where you're normally at, you know, get us back to your just career average. And if you can do that, fuck man, we're all going to be happy. 
we're all going to be thrilled in that game against the Seattle Kraken, though. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that Kyler Yamamoto scored against the Oilers, and it hurt me a little bit to see it. Kyler Yamamoto was a good Oiler. The problem was, as we all know, the flat cap meant some difficult roster decisions, especially for guys that were overpaid, and that's what he was. If Kyle Yamamoto was with the Oilers at $1.5 million instead of three, he would probably still be here. Unfortunately, didn't work out. Took an opportunity in Seattle, goes to play in his hometown, scores against the Oilers. Of course he did. I mean, any goal by a crack, and there's a there's basically a 20% chance that it's going to be a former Oiler that scores. Justin Schultz, Adam Larson, Kyle Yamamoto, Devin Shore, Jordan Eberle. They're collecting the whole set. But anyway, I'd be lying if I said it didn't hurt my heart just a little bit to see Kyler Yamamoto score against the Oilers. Hurt your heart a little bit. You were crying like a little baby. You went, oh, Satan, why you gotta be so mean all the time? Why can't you just hold me one time? And I go, no. Pull it together. You're almost 40 for fuck's sake. It's true. It's all true. It's all true. But it's the way it goes. Kyler Yamamoto, is he going to be back on Friday for the Oilers' last preseason game of the year? I don't know. Are we going to give him a uh, a montage? A couple of good years here in Edmonton, no? <laughs> Either way, I'm, I'm cheering for Kyler. I mean, last year was a terrible year. He couldn't stay healthy a little bit. He was banged up for the most of the season. It was not the year he wanted to have with Edmonton, especially after signing the two-year contract with the team after scoring 20 goals. I'm cheering for him. I'll cheer for all the others, just not against the others. You know what I mean? Former others, that is. I'd be remiss if I didn't say that. Again, tonight, the Oilers are in Calgary. That's going to be uh, kicking off here in a little bit. I'm going to keep an eye on it as we record the podcast. Don't really care about the preseason. Oilers are 3-2 currently through the preseason. Calgary Flames are 4-1. and one. They're having a very, very good preseason. But again, as you know, that does not mean shit in terms of what happens in the regular season. Just ask Ty Ratty. Speaking of Ty Ratty, I still do not know who is going to get the Ty Ratty Award, but Ben Gleason is kind of giving himself an inside track on it because the other candidates are non-existent or just not doing anything at all. Though Xavier Borgo did score two goals the other night against Kraken before getting sent down, he may have had an inside track there too. I'm still looking for my Ty Ratty Award winner. If you have a suggestion, hit me up on social, JSBM Bag Milk on Twitter. Hi, my name is Bag Milk on Instagram. Oregon. It's on X. Hello there, X-World. Speaking of cuts, the Oilers made some cuts a couple of days ago, sending Xavier Borgo, Seth Griffith, and James Hamblin down to Bakersfield. That is shortly after clipping 15 off the training camp roster, really tightening up. So really, really quickly, the people that got cut in that run of 15 were... Whoops. Not that one. This one. Tyler Parks, Xavier Bernard, Noah Gansky, Jake Johnson, Connor Corcoran. Cam Wright, Torrey Linden, Dino Cambates, Ethan Dijon, uh, loaned to Bakersfield players, Maximus Wanner, Tyler Tulio, Jake Chieson, Jaden Gruby, Carl Berglund, Matvey Petrov. Thank you. So we're getting down to the end of it. Like I said, Oilers are playing their second to last preseason game tonight against the Flames at Rogers Place. Friday, they wrap it up against the Kraken at Rogers Place, and then it is a short, short wait. Short, long wait, I guess, until we get the uh, the uh, rosters finalized and we party at Greta together next Wednesday. We're finally getting there, everybody. We're finally getting there. Lastly, 
The Oilers always do a team building event, and they did that last weekend. And I thought it was interesting that this week they play pickleball. First of all, why is pickleball taking over this planet right now? Why is there everywhere I look, I'm talking about pickleball or seeing pickleball? I played it when I was in Kelowna. I had a blast playing it. Not very good. I could get better. A couple of at-bats, a couple of reps. I will be right there in the mix. But Holloway and Broberg, two young players that need to make an impact. They made an impact on the pickleball court, becoming the Oilers pickleball champs at the team building event. I don't know. I just thought that was funny. Thought it was interesting. Everybody's playing pickleball. A couple years ago, if you remember when Andrew Ferris was around, more than a couple now, I should say, they went out like hiking in the mountains and wanted to like sleep in tents and lean tos and shit. Now they're playing pickleball. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Lastly, before we wrap up the news and we get into a little bit of betting talk for our friends at Betway, I have to say I'm excited. Hey, buddy. Talking to the Frank Mike. He's got his new toy. It's a duck. It's supposed to be an impossible to destroy duck. We'll see about that. Frank had an elephant. I gave them that first thing in the morning for his birthday, and he destroyed it in a matter of seconds. Frank, your thoughts? Couldn't have said it better myself, buddy. Uh, what was I getting to? Oh, yeah. Very, very excited. Tomorrow, there is a new Blink-182 song called Dance With Me coming out. I'm excited. Come on, man. Yeah! Yeah! That guy sounds like James Hetfield in that applause clip. But I'm very excited about Blink-182. Songs of all smash so far. Edging so far is the worst of the three. One more time. Made all the, the elder Blink fans my age. We all cried together. More than you know, fucking pops. Double kick drum on the chorus. Come on, we're all having a good time about that. Tomorrow, the teasers have the boys dressed up as the Ramones. I love the Ramones. There is going to be so much to like about this, and it makes me happy. It just makes me happy. Tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. Mountain Time, the new Blink song and a video comes out. If you're into them like I am, go check it out, and that's where we're going to wrap up the news. The news is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. This year, I'm looking for Jack Campbell to make some new memories. My memorable moment is Jack Campbell rising from the ashes in year two of that five-year contract. That is my memorable moment for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. Good afternoon. You're listening to Better Late Than Never. And Donkey Volley is a fucking dickhead. <laughs> For our friends at Betway, provided that you are 19 plus and can do so responsibly, I gotta tell you, I am sad. Start off the show talking about the Toronto Blue Jays, and I legitimately bought into the hype, even though, whoa, what the fuck was that? What did I just do? Audio department, save me. Hmm, that one worked. Um... I bought into the hype. Even though the Blue Jays backed into the playoffs, they lost two home games in a row before eventually clinching their spot, gave up 12 runs the day they had the champagne party in the dressing room, which, by the way, I got to say, 
I get it. I understand the traditions in baseball of partying after you make the playoffs. It is incredibly difficult to make the playoffs in the major in Major League Baseball. That season is a slog. By the time October rolls around, including the preseason, you basically played almost 200 games. So I get it. I get why you would want to be like, all right, let's go. We're in the playoffs, baby. It just, the hockey guy in me goes, you haven't won shit. And you're partying like you won. And it's embarrassing. But what makes me sad in terms of my uh, friends at Betway is that I bought into this hype even though they backed into the playoffs. And I should have known better given how quiet the bats have been all season, especially with runners in scoring position. Bet on the Jays to win both games on the money line. Oopsies. I bet on the Jays to win the series outright. Oopsies. I also had a little sprinkle on the Jays to win it in two games instead of three. And oh boy, is that two years in a row now where I've made that mistake. Two years in a row now that the Jays have gotten knocked out in the first round in two games. And as a fresh Jays fan working through his second year, I guess wrapping up his second year of fandom. Man, betting on baseball is no bueno for your boy. So, I always told you, I'm happy to pump up my winners, but I'd be remiss if I don't talk about the losers. And today, the big losers are, number one, the Toronto Blue Jays. Number two, me, for believing in them, I guess, apparently. You can do so responsibly. You want to put a couple, a little bit of action down on some of these games. I encourage you to do it with our friends at Betway. You may be listening to better late than never. I agree. It's going to be our secret. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. The Righteous Sack Meeting is brought to you by Trilogy Oilfield Rentals. Of course, Trilogy Rentals are an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oilfield disciplines specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, abandonments, and completions. Currently, they maintain full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. What kind of tools do they have, do you wonder? Let me tell you. Rental tools, fishing tools, coil tools, drilling tools, Milton bits completion tools any tools for any job trilogyrentals.ca i'm going to be attending the tool concert at the end of the month with carrie from trilogy oilfield rentals and i'm very very excited about it carrie we're gonna have a great night how much red wine are we gonna drink that's what i want to know i actually don't really have anything going on that's upsetting to me today i was gonna kick off the rsb being like fuck man these baseball start times in the playoffs are completely ridiculous I'm very lucky that I don't have an adult job. And when a a Jays game starts at 2.30, we can pop it on the TV in the office and we'll watch it together as a crew, which is what we did today at Nation HQ. But for the rest of you, that sucks. You're either going to what? Take the day off to watch the Blue Jays lose, only score one run in two games, or you're just going to miss out on it? You slogged your way through a 162-game regular season only to have your favorite team play when you're at work. (laughs) What is that? I get the TV deal, but man, they do not care about their fans in baseball at all, huh? Just me? Maybe. But that was where I was going to go. In fact, I'm not too rattled, more annoyed with the Jays, and frankly, now that they're out, I don't have to watch any other baseball. I'm sorry, I'm a Fairweather fan. I'll admit it, I don't care. I don't care. What I'm most interested in is now seeing who goes, who stays with the Toronto Blue Jays, because you know there's going to be changes happening. This is a long winter for everybody who's a hardcore Jays fan, I'll tell you that much. But... I do see that Nick has a righteous sack beating he wants to talk about, so I'm going to give him the intro. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. 
Yo, Baden, welcome. I got a little uh, speed round, righteous sack beating here. Um, I want speed round. I'm into it. All right. How many things annoy Nick in 90 seconds? Let's go. All right. Try get through three of them in one voicemail. So no time to waste. Let's go. Um, first of all, the MLB. What the fuck? Um, putting the Jays playoff game at 2:30 on a fucking Tuesday. Yeah, that's exactly what I just said. Again, like I have the luxury of being able to watch these games while I'm at work. We made content out of watching the Jays game today. Technically, we were working, but I'm totally with you. Excuse me? Um, there's a lot of people out there. I'm able to watch the game, but I know there's a lot of people out there who are diehard Jays fans who won't be able to watch the game. And you can't even make the argument that it's a, oh, they're not a big enough market. They're all of fucking Canada. The night game tonight is Philly's Marlins. No one gives a fuck about the Marlins, and you cannot tell me that the Phillies are a bigger market than the Jays. MLB, you get my Twiggenberry's co-performer of the week. Secondly, um, slow walkers. Like, I get it. You like to you like to take your time. I'm not that way. Sometimes, like, I, slow walkers is funny to me because, like, it doesn't annoy me, but some people walk so slow, it is unnatural to me to even understand why you're walking so slow. I just can't do it. My leg, I'm six feet tall, so it's not like I'm crazy tall, but I'm not short either. And I just walk way faster than everyone, it feels like. Why are you walking so slow, man? I don't get it. Where, what, what, I mean, like, you got nowhere to go? I like to cruise. I am tall. I like to move fast. If you're going to walk like my fucking grandma, get out of the middle <laughs> of the goddamn hallway. I swear to God, the next group of girls I see walking like they're 80... Is is gonna find out why Oilers fans like Clem Costin so much. It ain't bowling, but you're gonna find out what a fucking strike is. Um No. Bad Nick. That's a bad joke. I know it was a joke, but that's a bad joke. And thirdly, shout out to my university for giving me three midterms on the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday of next week, not only ruining my Thanksgiving weekend, but also ruining the Oilers home opener. Mm. What the fuck? You get my Twig and Berries co-performer as well. Twig and Berries, eh? <laughs> That's the wrong sponsor, Dum Dum. We haven't had Twig and Berries on one of these podcasts in like two years, Nick. Come on. Um, yeah, well, I apologize about the midterms. Uh, all I can really recommend is dropping out of school, uh, picking up a job as a OnlyFans model. You know, you're going to have to get greasy out there. I don't know that male OnlyFans models generally do as well as the females do, as our lady counterparts do, but you're going to have to grind, man. If you want to get out of school and you want to watch the Oilers game without having midterm standing in the way of your neurological exams, remember, Nick is studying some kind of neurology. You're going to have to make sacrifices. Have we considered burning the school down? I don't know what school Nick goes to, but given that he's into neurology, it's probably a university of some kind. Chances are it's old and that thing would go up like a match. You know what I'm saying? No, Satan. We're not going to be burning down Nick's school just so he can watch the Oilers game. It is an option, but not one I recommend, uh, admittedly. And for Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, there is the Righteous Act meeting. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. 
We love our pets, but when the floor is covered in fur, that's harder to love. Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum has powerful 8,000 PA suction to make hair vanish from floors in just one pass. Plus, the roller brush has automatic detangling for easy hands-free maintenance. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com, that's E-U-F-Y.com, and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right, over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. This is Captain Felton from Vancouver. On behalf of all listeners of Better Late Than Never, Zoll Will of Thousands, get fucked. For my friends at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, let us talk about what's going on in your life. It's the voicemail time. Of course, Alfa Romeo of Edmonton is where you can find the Tenali. Starting at 47190, you can book a test drive today right through the website, alfaromeoedmonton.ca. The Tenali will make you look 93% sexier, I promise. It's not on the brochure, but it should be. Alpha Romeo Edmonton.ca. Let's get started with a voicemail. Here is Anonymous. Go buy an Alpha Romeo right now. Thank you, Ben. Appreciate that. Uh, this one just says The Wave. So we're starting off the voicemail for Alpha Romeo of Edmonton with The Wave. Fuck The Wave. All right. <laughs> Was that Aaron Bordado? Fuck the wave. Kind of sounds like my guy, Aaron. If you don't know Aaron, producer Aaron from uh, Weather's Nation Every Day. Bunch of shows across the network. I don't know if that was him, but it sounds like him. Next up, I've got a drunk Ari. Ari, I'm going to play this, but if you are a mess, I'm going to save you from yourself, my friend. Let's see how this goes. Um, I want to jump in. Originally, I wasn't planning to, but I feel like I need to. Uh, Owen... Listen, man, like, I understand what you're going through and what you're feeling right now. Like, I really do. So when I was 10 years old... Are you actually drunk, Ari? You sound fine to me. I'm keeping it together. I lost my mother to cervical cancer. And listen, the best thing that you can do for your friend right now is to keep him and his health in your thoughts constantly so that you're constantly connected to him in a way that goes beyond physical. You're connected to him in a spiritual way so that you're giving him your energy, giving him your health, your prayers, everything. I think this is something that'll help him in the long run so that you're constantly in his corner, 
and so that he will have your support on his journey to recovery. And I think it'll be better for you in the better for you in the long run as well. Uh, in case you missed it, Owen, uh, I mean, very candidly admitted he's got a friend battling cancer right now. Fuck cancer forever. Um, good, uh, good advice from Ari there, in my opinion. I didn't want to stop it, but I was just confused as I was listening about why is it labeled as drunk Ari in my voicemail system? And this one says drunk Ari again. So with everyone talking about their experiences in the dating world and whatnot, I had an idea that we should totally just start a group chat. So, Owen, Nick, Jack, Liam, what do you say? I think this might be might be a pretty good idea. We could totally help each other out, in my opinion, <laughs> with our <laughs> levels of experience and our situations and everything. And it's oh yeah, the blind leading the blind. That's what you guys need to do. Put a bunch of idiots in a group chat, try and figure out each other's situation. Quite frankly, Satan encourages this because I know that there's going to be some terrible situations and some terrible ideas and some terrible decision making that comes out of this. Ari, I'm with it. I am with it. Good, and it's always good to have a forum where we can talk about things together and just and we relate to each other sure on a on a level why not um <laughs> and we can get bag milk in there as well we can call I'm it like gonna... the bltn soon to be bachelors or bachelors or whatever i'm not gonna be in there <laughs> i like it though uh speaking of which though matt i think it was matt i'm gonna fuck this up so i'm gonna look at my instagram really quick here he was talking to me about starting a discord for bltn and uh let me see here I actually kind of, I'm, I'm into the idea. I just, I'm not, I'm not going to be the one that sets it up. Matthew Graham, that's who's uh, talking to you about setting up a Discord for BLTN. So Matthew is kind of got some ideas working and some ideas cooking. And I'm into it, but the reality is I'm just probably not going to be the guy who's able to run it. So if you guys think this is a good idea, chime in in the voicemail again if you want. Um, just let me know because we could have a space for people to just chat about this stuff matt's done all the legwork behind the scenes and uh could be something we do do you guys want it do you not want it do you even use discord if you're my age do you even know what discord is let's start there let's start there why yes the oilers are playing games again but i would like to remind you all that they're playing games that don't count yeah uh-huh. That's how the preseason works generally. Kyle Embalmer, you're up. You're listening to Edmonton's best dating podcast for hopeless hockey fans. Better late than never. With your love guru, Bagged Milk. Oh, nice little bumper from Kyle there. I wasn't I wasn't sure what was gonna happen with Kyle there because it was a quick message. I will move that one. Watch me do a little uh producing on the fly here. I'm gonna move this one to the bumper bar. And there we go. Done. Dukes, you are up next for the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Good afternoon. Um, I just want to interject about Donkey Volley piecing in his sink. Um, <laughs> now, before I go on, Wait I'm not actually in Ben's fish tank. I am pissing. Uh, <sighs> it's in the toilet, but um, almost done. <sighs> Very good. <sighs> Shake it four times. Fuck leak 182. What? Flush. I promise I'm getting to the point. 
What is That's the what point here? This isn't Tyler's podcast. We're not into the waterworks here, pal. What are you trying to get to? It's going to wash my hands. Very good. Um, yeah, this is... That was not a lot of time to wash your hands. Do you have a, an Apple Watch, by the way? It recommends at least 20 seconds of continuous scrubbing. That was a fraction of a second. Uh, maybe fist bump Dukes if you miss, if you meet him, you know? This may or may not just be pandering to try and secure Tyler's vote in the uh, presidential election. Now that makes um, sense. But I just wanted to chime in like donkey, mate, talking about piss on the podcast, just not on. Uh, no place for it here, mate. Children are listening. <laughs> well. Hold yourself to a higher standard. <laughs> Yeah, we should all hold ourselves to a higher standard, myself included. Maybe it's about time I start pre-screening some of these voicemails, no? Okay, so something else from last week's episode that sort of <laughs> raised my interest. Oh, sorry, sorry. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, that raised my interest. <laughs> uh, a bit of backstory, I guess. Um, so- uh, stand by, Dukes. It is currently one nothing Edmonton. Uh, let me see here who scored for the Oilers. Connor McDavid scored uh, one nothing for the Oilers. Back to you, Dukes. Been a couple of people I've been chatting to about you know me coming to Edmonton and you know what areas I should be looking to stay. Um, someone suggested I just sleep on the LRT. So I would not. I would not recommend sleeping on the LRT. In fact, Edmonton Police Department is encouraging people not to even ride the LRT, let alone sleep on it. I mean, suggestion at the moment but um when i asked walls in the dms he just like if he knows any good hotels he just sent back a list of dispensaries <laughs> and i was quite confused but after listening to his voicemails from last week's episode <laughs> it just makes sense doesn't like, it make sense <laughs> i'm st- starting to join the dots not 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 hating you know you do you boo but yeah now it makes sense we love laws, don't we? That kid is an adventure every single day of our lives. Um, yes, if you missed Waz's question in the voicemail last week. Starting to collect some dots here. Connect some dots, as Duke said. Uh, hey, Waz, what are the best hotels to stay at in Edmonton? Here's where I buy my weed. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? Moving along with the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail, we've got Noah checking in. This is our first time voicemail. Uh... Lever, I What's guess. What's going on, Noah? And I had uh, a guess on who Zoll is. Go ahead. Uh, listening to this week's podcast. Please. I noticed that Ben was gone for a few weeks and that Zoll was gone for roughly about the same amount of time. And mm. he says he is someone you know very closely. I'm seeing a connection there. I also, so my boy Ben slid into my DMs and he goes, Bag Milk, I swear I'm not Zoll. The will of thousands. I swear it's not me. And I want to believe Ben. He's my dude. He's my guy. You wouldn't be tricking me, would you, Ben? You wouldn't be tricking me like that, would you? Because I also, I feel like Noah's not alone in feeling like Zol the will of thousands is actually Ben with a voice changer. It's not hard to have a voice changer. In fact, sometimes you can make a whole podcast out of it. What are you trying to say right now? Am I allowed to be on the podcast more? Sometimes you talk about topics that scare me. Sorry, quads. So who knows? It's an open investigation. Can't let this turn into a cold case. Of course, the guy who killed Tupac finally got arrested. 
I mean, he has been admitting uh, to being in the car with people that killed Tupac for like 10 years now. So it seemed a little bit late to go nab that guy, allegedly, in my opinion. But we'll see how this plays out. Anonymous caller, what say you? So I'm horny, 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 horny. Yes. Oh, horny, 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 horny. Dukes leaves a voicemail about Donkey Volley uh, pissing in sinks. Donkey Volley's first appearance in the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail is just him proclaiming his uh, virility, apparently. So horny, 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 horny. Because I'm horny. Horny, horny, horny tonight, <laughs> etc. Oh, uh, but no, my girlfriend's left me. Bollocks. You've really lost control of this podcast, haven't you, dumb dumb? I feel like I have. I really, really do feel like I have. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a bit of an aberration uh, from my part. <laughs> I, I thought I had a stroke or something. Good Lord. Um, yes, but um, yes. No more. <laughs> this. Oh, I might put a manifesto here. No more further uh, pussies going, my girlfriend left me. <laughs> Guess what? It's your age. There's lots of young ladies. Eighties, oh, <laughs> etc. Uh, so yeah, just go for it. Just, okay, no. I wish I was um, sixteen or seventeen. And um... I gotta know, Donkey Volley. Like, is that your voice? Like, for like, I've heard you speak normally, but how often do you flip into this character of yours? Like, if we're hanging out and we're going for a beer, we're having a pint. Are we just gonna be talking about the cricket or something? And all of a sudden you go, and it, it, you like it comes on like, uh, you know, if 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 a gremlin gets wet after midnight, <laughs> whatever the rule is, eats after midnight. Anyway, we won't go there. <laughs> um, so onto the presidential election, yeah. Mr. Dukes. Kind of forgot about that. To it's be been a while. Yes. Game is on. Boys. And I am waiting still for the pre-season. Bagged milk? Dukes? Donkey. Bagged milks, Duke, and Donkey. I, I, uh, boys, I'm around all of October. Let's do this. Let's get this on the books. Generally, our group chat is a bunch of fuckery, but like, uh, let's just let's just book a time and let, let's actually chat together. Let's record for an hour and see what happens. Got it? <laughs> Always love when Chewy checks in on the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Um, all right, yeah. Um, obviously, like, on the dicks. Uh, yeah. So, uh, fuck, yeah, mate. Um, obviously, we shit at rugby. Because it's the only fucking sport we can play at. Because we're short of the cricket. Hmm. Get in there. Anyway, um, so, right, um, hello, um, I've lost me fucking job here. My guy's an animal. He's just, that's just the way it is. He is an animal, and I love it. And I'm not going to be, um, you know, I'm not shy about saying I love it. You be as weird as you want to be, Donkey Volley. This is the place to do that. All right. 
Now I'm seeing drunk Ari again on my soundboard and is making me think that there's fuckery again going on with my software. Last time I had a message labeled as drunk Ari, he made a very cogent point and I felt bad for making fun of him. Are you actually drunk Ari in this clip? We shall see. Now, Ari, if you are, just know your boy Bag Milk's going to be here to save you in case you embarrass yourself, all right? Uh, uh, hey, Bag Milk. Yeah, that sounds like a drunk guy. That sounds like a guy who has had one or two cocktails. Sounds like he can barely put his sentence together. I don't know why he's calling you. What is this about all these kids getting hammered and calling you? What have you done here? You end up on some kind of list, I'll tell you that much. Uh, what was I going to talk about again? <laughs> oh, fuck. We're not off to a good start. Oh, yeah. Uh, I had, like, four Mike's Hard Lemonades. Oh, that's so embarrassing. You kids and your Mike's Hard Lemonades. Maybe I just need to get back on them, you know? I haven't had one probably since I was 18. That's 20 years ago now. I bought them today. It was like, because you, cause you guys are talking about it on the voicemail. <laughs> And I thought, hey, let's buy some. Let's try it. Hey, let's party. Man, these are good. <laughs> All right, Ari, I'm cutting you off. <laughs> uh, if you want to drink on my podcast, it will only be SYC Brewing Beers, all right? All right, Love is Blind. We've got Kyle the Embalmer. He wants to check in on the second half of the fifth season. Is that what you would call it? I don't know. Leading up to the actual wedding. So we got uh, two mo- two voicemails here from uh, Kyle the Embalmer. We're going to get through Love is Blind talk. I want to talk about it a little bit too because I am also caught up on the show. It is great. Terrible show in the best possible way. Hey, here's my quick update about Love is Blind Let's episode four. Yep. Uh, because, you know, the new episodes came out Friday. I'm 10 minutes into f- episode five now, but I figured I'm going to do quick four yep. because it was fucking insane. So uh, if you don't, if you haven't watched it, here's your spoiler alert. Yep. Spoiler, spoiler alert. alert. So hang on. We're going to give people one moment to leave. Spoiler alert. Love is Blind discussion coming. Do you not want to miss out on Love is Blind chat? On Better Late Than Ever. Stick around. We're going to get to a Season 5 recap coming up just after the musical break. If you are watching the show and you don't want to have any spoilers from Kyle the Embalmer, skip on ahead about three minutes or so. Got it? Good. Jay and Lydia's twist was fucking insane. And I don't understand why the producers would do that shit. They, they had to have known. There's no way they didn't know. Yeah, so Uche and Lydia, they knew each other before going into the show, and they're all like, oh my god, there's somebody I know in here, and I don't know what happened. And then that Lydia chick totally, totally followed him in there, allegedly, in my opinion. Uh, Izzy and Stacy, they're kind of flaky, and I don't think, I don't think there'll be huge issues. Um, the fact that Johnny... Johnny's not impressed with me and just making excuses about everything. And all of a sudden she's in love with Chris. I feel like she might be this season's Shayna. I think, and she mm. got rejected twice. It's fucking yeah. insane. I think Lydia and she's a lawyer too. So like the girl's a catch, but like the presentation of herself as like a personality is just off. And my guy, Chris, like have some self-respect for yourself. You are being a pushover. My dude is an absolutely terrible friend. I don't understand why she would like go off and start telling Aaliyah about all the information she knew about Uche. Um, but Aaliyah getting mad about... Um, and leaving. 
So essentially, Lydia knew this Uche guy from before, and they dated, and they kind of fooled around, and they were in love, and then they broke up, and blah, blah, blah. And then that Uche guy met a different girl inside the pods, which is what you do in this show, and then that Lydia girl kind of like rained on the parade. Girl drama. Girl drama, love is blind drama. At the same point, shout out to the producers for mixing this in, because sometimes it gets a little bit boring when everybody's on the same side. I'm not here for personal growth. I'm here for poor decisions and arguments and fights. That Uche knew him is fucked up. I'm like, and everybody has exes, and she's just really upset that, of course, his is there. Um, and I don't understand why Lydia tilled Milton and then lied to him about the situation. Well, that Milton guy, like, I feel like you could tell him literally anything, and he'll just buy it because he is just that guy. I don't know what's going on with that guy. Milton is 24, going on 65. Milton's age kind of showed um, in his maturity and fear to open up to her and. I'm pretty sure Lydia also told Milton to ask Uche how she is in bed. And lastly, hmm. Aaliyah fucking left. Like, holy shit. Yep. Just left. Straight up gone. Straight up gone. Uh, let's finish up the recap on Love is Blind. We'll just wrap up the call with Kavi and Balmer. Okay, I figured I'd leave maybe a different voicemail about the preseason because not everyone fucking cares about Love is Blind. Oh, you we're know, changing gears. Hockey starting. So, here's- Changing gears. Love is Blind talk over. Welcome back to the show. All right, Kyle. Your thoughts on the preseason? Go for it. Um, so far, I've watched all of probably three periods through the entire four games, I think, that have been played already. It's tough three. to get excited. Uh, speaking of the Oilers preseason, I am refreshing. Connor Brown has got a goal. It is now 2 nothing Edmonton tonight at Rogers Place. It is uh, about six and a half minutes left to go in the first period. Kyle, back to you. I don't even know because honestly, who the fuck cares right now? That's fair. The only thing that's really gotten me at all is the fact that the one game we had against Vancouver and our stars were playing, I went, holy fuck, here comes the over. Oh, dude, I totally bet the over and I also bet puck line. It was just one of those nights where I got absolutely slaughtered. And I lost more than I thought I would. Yep. But... Amen. Me and you both. That's, that's that. Um, <laughs> that's that it, indeed. You got one of those that like, so I was at that game. That was last Wednesday. And I walked into Rogers place and I had some bets down on a puck line. I had some bets on over six and a half. Maybe it was over seven and a half. I thought the Oilers were just going to light up the Canucks and that just did not happen. And as I'm going through the first period into the second period, and it was still like one, nothing, or maybe even scoreless at that point. I go, well, Let's see if Betway has any cash out options and they don't on these. I guess I made up for it a little bit with the fun uh, night out with the nation, the horse racing. Yeah. Uh, I'd love for that to be a regular thing, even like once a month or something. It was- I think it's going to be. So Kyle the Embalmer came out to Nation Night at Century Mile and we had a blast. Kyle and I were putting bets on all kinds of shit. We were just having laughs. I think we're going to be doing more events there, Kyle. I don't know what the frequency is. I can talk to sales guy, Jared, but ultimately I think that we're going to get some more done there because we just all had a great, great time. Or once every few months, it was a great time. Um, and horse betting is is a lot harder than betting on hockey games. Disagree. Bet on the horse with the dumbest name. So anyways, preseason so far, blah. And uh, lastly, uh, Trade Bouchard. (laughs) I knew that was coming. 
again, working our way through the preseason. The Oilers are playing the Calgary Flames tonight at Rogers Place. The Flames just picked up a goal to get themselves on the board. Nikita Zadarov picked up a goal. We have got four minutes and 15 seconds left in the first period. I will keep you up to date as we go along. Again, I'm not watching because, as Kyle said, appropriately, I don't care that much. Yo, Big Milk, I don't know if you know much about the NFL, man. Um, I do. I'm a big NFL fan. I brag me some football. My favorite team is um, the Denver Broncos. Um, I don't know how The Denver Broncos. What do you know about the Denver Broncos? Um, Let's ride. um, They are the biggest joke in the NFL. Um, They are a complete disaster. They are, in the last six quarters of football, they've given up 990-some yards and 91 points, which is abysmal. (laughs) I legitimately think they'd lose to the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Hmm. Um, We should do an interleague game. Best CFL team against the worst NFL team. How do you think that goes, actually, like legitimately? I am not a big CFL guy. I am not a big NFL guy. I will watch football if it's on TV, and I'll enjoy it. Like, I do like the sport. I just don't, you know, I got shit to do. I don't pay attention. I pay enough attention to hockey and baseball. I don't know that I necessarily need to have my entire Sundays occupied with the NFL, but I do, again, I do like it. So let's talk about it. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers, Bombers go against the worst NFL team. Like, who's the worst right now? Is the New York Jets? Are they one of the worst teams? Let's put them against the New York Jets. Who wins that game? In my head, you would be like, oh, well, fuck. The NFL team should just roll through the CFL team. No. But then I remember when Ricky Williams came up and I was like, oh, he's going to dominate. He's a fucking great running back in the NFL. He's going to kill in the CFL. Didn't happen. What happens there, Nick? I hate my life so much, but you know what? (laughs) You got to stick with your team. You got to cheer for them regardless of how bad they are. Amen. So um, I'm just leaving this voicemail to say I cannot wait for hockey to come back. And watching Denver Broncos just makes me appreciate Connor McDavid more and more and more. And also, I want to take on here. Um, anyone notice how Zolda of Thousands didn't leave a voicemail for like three weeks? And neither did Ben. And then once Ben comes back, so did Zol. Just want to point that out. Two fingers pointed at my boy Ben today, linking him to Zol, the will of thousands. I too noticed the absences and how they synced up. Again, Ben promised it wasn't him. Do we believe him? Uh, back to watching Connor McDavid. He's got two points tonight. He's got a golden assist in this preseason game against the Calgary Flams. Three minutes left in the first period. We will keep checking in on as we move along in the Alfa Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Buddy, you're softer than a Tootsie Roll fruit cup. You look like the skunk my dog killed and probably raped. Get your board shorts out of here, you fucking pansy. Take your tank top and your Tonka truck and kick rocks. Is that just letter, Kenny? I don't think I can just play copyrighted materials. That letter, Kenny, I never really watched that show, but those back and forth, I always thought they were pretty funny. They're, the jokes are good. I like burns like that. What the hell? Hey! Turn the music off! going on i don't know that annoying song was playing i turn around and he's convulsing on the floor i think he's having a seizure we'll call an ambulance <laughs> oh god okay, okay. it's a big phone i know just make the call <laughs> doctor what's wrong with him well kids it looks to me like your friend's suffering from an acute case of being fucking dead 
<clears throat> no, but I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> yeah, these animations are getting kind of dark. Wow. Wow. I... Who are you? Who's putting these together? Because I love them. Fuck, those are good. They're dumb, but they're dumb for me. And I like that. So I wish I could give you credit. I wish I could point you to some something you do. Do you have more of those that people can listen to? Send me more of them. It is now 2-2. Two, two. Flame score two straight goals at the end of the first period. It is now less than two minutes to go. Let me see who scored here. Uh, Walker Dewar. Walker Dewar made a 2-2 game heading into the first intermission. Again, we'll keep an eye on it. That was fantastic. Again, I wish I knew who did those so I could give you some credit, give you some love. They're fantastically done. Make me laugh. All right. Finally got a chance to actually listen to the new podcast. Uh, I'm kind of in agreement with you there. It's a lot of fucking dating shit. Yeah. Yeah. I said we're putting an end to it, and I am. So we're going to see where this goes. We're going to see where this goes. Was entertaining, don't get me wrong. But hmm. I do believe it's it's time for the Oilers to be fucking deadly, you know. Amen. Snipe, a, snipe some shit. Hate to say it, but of course had to be Yam Daddy to get the goal against us. At some point, we are going to talk about hockey on this podcast, right? It really took a weird turn, and I know it's the summer, and there's not a lot going on, and you like to talk about your weird dating shows and all that garbage, but, like, for fuck's sakes, there are people listening to this right now who have no interest in any of this garbage. Stop it. I think that was very mean, Satan. I think that Dag Milk does a great job and that he's lovely to the listeners and that you should appreciate that more. Shut up, Quads. Nobody's asking you. It's not preseason game. Tough titties, but I'm still on the belief that we should have tried to make work out. With Yama? Sometimes it doesn't happen. Is what it is. Yeah, way she goes. Anyways, on the topic of hockey, cut this part absolutely if you want, but... North Peace Navigators, good hockey team, Junior B, baby. Now you know who I am for sure, but, um, yeah. Hang on a second. You know who I am for sure. North Peace Navigators, good North Peace Navigators, good hockey North team, Peace Junior Navigators. Baby. Now you know who I am for sure. But, yes, I do. Um, <laughs> yeah. Also, Kraft Dinner and Mac and Cheese. I'll fucking leave a goddamn message every single time till you <laughs> send me a photo. Because I know you know who I am and I know who you are. Send me a photo. I just need you to trust me on this. Just one time. All right. Listen. That is my cousin. Leaving voicemails. Trying to get me to eat disgusting shit. And I'm willing to try it because I like you. Because I like watching where you're going with this hockey career of yours. And uh, why don't you just leave your name? Say hi. You know, it's my cousin leaving voicemails. My younger cousin. He's all grown up. I post pictures of you on my Instagram because I'm proud of you. Hey, Bank Monk. Um, 
It's Owen. Um, on, Owen. I just wanted to. I... By the way, Owen is 18, but his voice makes him sound 40, and it's always jarring to me. Owen, you're going places, my friend. I guess apologize a little bit for turning the voicemail into a dating show. Um, if there's one thing better than turning my voicemail into a dating show, it's turning it into an apology fest about the dating show in the voicemail. <laughs> yeah, some people are sick of it, I guess. Uh, I kind of love it. It's it's uh, adds a whole new flavor to the pod. Um, it does. Anyway, I'm not here to talk about that. I'm here to talk about some hockey because it's about to be the season's about to start. So, um, anyone else super impressed with Adam Ernie? Like, I feel like a lot of people overlooked him as like a totally. an option to actually make 100%. the team. But this guy's played over 300 NHL games, right? You can't we can't just overlook that. I think he he actually looks really good out there in the preseason so far mm-hmm. um also ben gleason like yeah. what the fuck that guy looks great yep um yeah anyway i'm excited for the season to start and I am too. um a week from today my, uh, my stupid dating talk to a minimum from now on i guess maybe we'll come back with an update in a month or two we'll see how, we'll see how it goes keep me updated owen don't let the people discourage you it was just, I mean, it was like two weeks ago or something. It was like a full hour dating chat. <laughs> and I'm good with it. Uh, but going back to Adam Ernie. So Luke Gazdick was on Tyler show, Oilers Nation, every day the other day. And that's Adam Ernie is his pick to make the Oilers as like the 12th forward or whatever you want to call it. He's the guy that Luke thinks is going to snatch that last job up front. Scored a goal against, what was that? Vancouver, I think. Played okay. Ben Gleason, like you said, he's made a name for himself amongst Oilers fans, and I don't think he's going to make the team by any stretch. But he's definitely put himself on the radar, and I think for a guy like Ben Gleason, who a lot of us hadn't even heard of until you know a handful of days ago, what else do you want from the guy? Right? What else do you want? So me and my friend got drunk over the weekend. Did, did you leave me voicemails? We were talking today, and he said something about me being at my computer and talking about a voicemail. Mm-hmm. So I might have sent some drunk voicemails. Yep, you sure did. Good thing your old boy Bag Milk bailed you out. You know, those mic hards, they'll sneak up on you. Hey, Bag Milk, I'm just going to give everybody some dating advice that my dad gave me. <laughs> sure. He always told me quantity over quality until I'm ready to settle down. <laughs> A dad's not going to give you that advice. Who the fuck's going to do it? You know. Prison gates won't open up for me. I mean, how could it not be Nickelback? I am so excited. Yeah, let's go! Can't wait to join you, folks, for watching the beautiful game at the Heritage Classic. Woo! Yeah, I forgot to mention that in the news today. Nickelback was announced as the performer at the Heritage Classic. I've never seen Nickelback. I'm not a huge Nickelback fan, but I do like you know, a solid handful of their songs. So I'm excited to see them at the Heritage Classic for sure. Had to be Nickelback, right? Hannah Alberta's own Battle of Alberta, the Heritage Classic. Who else was it going to be? Right? Had to be them. Had to be. Uh, Chris Walkling, you're up next in the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Hey, Bag Milk, it's Chris. So I just wanted to comment on what the Golden Knights did with their golden knights premium plus whatever it's called nighttime plus for 69 bucks you get 69 games nice 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 well you could buy games on the fly that they produce 
So I live three to three and a half hours away from LA and Anaheim, about four hours away from Vegas, and then six plus away from San Jose. And all of those teams' home games, I have blacked out for me on ESPN+. Plus. Really? And then my dad, who is a uh, Kings fan, has over half of the games he wants to watch blacked out. Really? Since, you know, he's missing all of the Kings' home games in addition to the other teams that are blacked out. Also, last year, a San Jose Shark game was blacked out, but they were playing up in Edmonton, and that game was blacked out on grounds of it being a San Jose game. So the Edmonton Oilers ended up doing like a spend $120 to have all of the Edmonton Oilers non nation broadcasted ones games that you could watch on there. Yeah. I would a hundred percent shill out for that hmm. because it is so annoying wanting to watch a Kings Oilers game with my dad and then not being able to, because it's blacked out. That is wild to me. How many games are blacked out for you? No better way to grow the game than not show any of the games to any of the people that want to watch them. You know what I mean? If that's not the most NHL way of doing it, then I, I don't know. It is. I'm fortunate. I live in Edmonton, so I can watch all the weather's games I want. I'm in the market, but like, this is a wild story. How are you supposed to watch the Oilers unless it's infecting your computer with some kind of internet virus because you're cruising for illegal streams, you know? How are you supposed to do it? Let's grow the game. Let's let's get more people watching hockey, but it's too fucking bad. You can't watch it. That's wild. Wild to me. We are wrapping up the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail with last message of the week. Comes in from Angry Jays fan. Makes sense, given what happened today. So, Big Milk... um. That is not fucking safe. That is not fucking... How... Fuck. In what world is that safe but Guerrero's out? Um, oh, shit. I'm recording. Hey, Big Milk. Um, so, I know this isn't a Jays podcast. But, I was watching, um, too, though. The Jays are playing their wild card game right now. Yep. Um, and, uh, well, I think we all know what I'm going to talk about here. Um, John Schneider is a fucking pathetic excuse of a manager. So I assume you're mad that Barrios got pulled out after only 47 pitches. He gets paid like a hundred plus $114 million or something. That's his contract. And then they pull him out because of the analytics team said he's not great against lefties or something. I don't exactly know. I was in transit during that part of the game. I was driving home from the office, but I could hear it and I could see it on Twitter and I could read about how people are like, how does this make any sense? And then what happens is Kikuchi comes in, bases get juiced gives up the hit that gets scores the ultimately scores the two winning runs. So Jays are understandably furious with John Schneider's managing of this game. And what will make my day tomorrow is when I see a notification saying his ass is fired because of how <laughs> greatly he fucked up this game. Um, I think, I think people in baseball, they, uh, they get a little too, uh, invested in the numbers. Um, they Jose really Barrios was absolutely fucking cooking. Yeah, was and you pulled him out in the fourth inning for shit reasons. Shit reasons. Um, why Why mess with success? Oh, my God. They did the same thing last year. I don't know if you remember the AL wildcard last year. The Jays had a huge run, and Kevin yeah, Dawson was cooking. They pulled him out early. The Jays' bullpen imploded, and the Seattle Mariners had the biggest postseason comeback of all time. And they did it fucking again this year. 
except I have no faith that Jay's offense can come back because they are dog shit. And John Schneider, I hope your ass is fired. Good riddance. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with the Jays. There's obviously John Schneider is taking a lot of the blame for today for what happened with Jose Barrios. Mark Shapiro is also one of those guys that's got fingers pointed at him. Ross Atkins is another guy who's got fingers pointed at him right now. We'll see what happens. This is a weird situation with the Jays today. Really, really weird. I don't get it. I was bummed out too. I I came home. I was going to do my podcast and then I just... The game ended the way it did. The, the, the Blue Jays had countless runners on base. Couldn't get shit done today. I'm way behind. It's 8 o'clock right now as I'm wrapping up the voicemail. And just normally I'd be long done by now. This would be off to Waz. He'd be making clips. I'd have the graphics done. But they really derailed my afternoon. They really, really did. And John Snyder's decision to pull Jose Barrios based on the analytics was just odd. Especially odd. Uh, given how well he was pitching to start the game and even worse, the result that happened as a result. That's what, uh, I guess that's where we're going to wrap it up. The Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail. Alpha Romeo of Edmonton, go check out the Tenali. It has landed. You're going to look good in this whip. I promise you. 93% sexier. Again, should say it on the sticker. Doesn't. I'm going to f- reach out to the folks at Alfa Romeo and I'm going to see if I can have that slid into the marketing packages. Do you know that if you drive an Alfa Romeo from our friends at Alfa Romeo of Edmonton, you become 93% sexier immediately? Everybody's taking that deal. And that's where we're going to wrap it up. So I want to say thank you to the audio department, to Trillio Field Rentals, Alberta Blue Cross, and to Alfa Romeo of Edmonton for making all of this possible. Most importantly, all of you for being here, chiming in on the voicemail. A little bit of dating talk, nothing too crazy. We've got some kids checking in when they're drunk again. I'll save you. Don't worry, your pal bag milk's here for you. You know? Your pal bag milk is here for you. That's where we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to say thank you for being here. Hoodies, look for those to be hitting your mailbox soon if you were one of the 10 winners from the contest last month. Those are going to be coming to you very, very soon. I'm going to pick those up at the provider tomorrow. You're going to look good. You're going to look great. Two more preseason games. Let's check in on the score. It is 2-2 at the end of the first intermission or end of the first period between the Oilers and Flams. Last game's on Friday. Get your tickets to the season launch party for next Wednesday. It's going to be a blast, and I want to see you. I want to meet you. Come meet me. Come have a drink. Do it. Let's go. Why won't you kiss me?